Hi, listeners. I want to welcome you to the first Ladies of Hip Hop podcast in quarantine, COVID-19 broadcast. Um, Thank you for joining us. We have two guests today. We have Busy Brown. um, And also joining us is Mariella, who are both Ladies of Hip Hop crew, um, dancers, as well as DJs. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I know you're all super busy and, you know, out living your life. So Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Parenting um, life. So for the listeners who are anxiously awaiting the first Ladies of Hip Hop podcast, um, can you both uh, introduce yourselves? We'll start with Brittany. Um, just give us a really quick background of who you are. Uh, what you do, and um, and then we'll get into it. From there. And then Mariella, can you follow up as well? Thank you. Um, my name is Brittany. I'm a dancer and a DJ. I've been dancing for quite a while now. Just got into DJing, so looking to DJ all the events 2020 after we get out of punishment. Right. So, <laughs> right, right. And and Mariella, can you give us a quick introduction as well? Of course. I thought Brittany's going to give us a whole biography. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't have my, that. <laughs> no, joking. Um, so, yeah, my name is Mariella. I'm also a dancer and a DJ. Been dancing for a long time. Um, and for the last maybe year and a half now, I've been, um, or started to DJ, let's put it that way, a year and a half ago. Also looking forward after punishment to um, play all of the ladies of hip hop events and all the parties and just play and give you the good joints. Exactly. You're both hired um, <laughs> because you, you both did a ladies of hip hop live, which is our first live DJ um, event on Instagram because we're all making the best of of uh you know what we can do at this time you know being really constricted but it was really lit we had a little party going um so thank you for that um and we're looking forward to having you in june as well um uh, Brittany, this will be your first time mariella this will be your second time so mariella mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what it was like you know your first time spending for ladies and hip-hop i know it wasn't your first event in general that you were spending but you know, it's a pretty uh, big event. You have a lot of your friends come in town. So tell us what that's like. And that's a good question. It's interesting. So um, it wasn't my first Ladies of Hip Hop event that I attended. So um, that was a good thing at some point because I was comfortable in, a, in an environment that, you know, I already know. And it was a good thing that, um, that I know personally and um, each other's taste of music. So that was a good thing to start. However, though, those people are also very um, critical. They know their music. They, um, they know how to dance to the music. So I was a little bit nervous, to be honest, to, um, you know, play. It was maybe not the first time I played in front of people, but definitely you know in my beginning stages so that made it a little bit nervous but I think within the first like 10-15 minutes um that kind of went away when I realized that people actually like what I play and I like and it was 
good experience and I can't wait for this year. Dope, dope. It was, it was, uh, you did a, a fire set for the popping and we're in New York. If you don't realize, you know, you will always hear some sirens. Thank thank you for that. Sorry. Back I told around. you. No, it's all good. It's you. all good. It's real life here. We're, you know, this is not the pretty podcast. This is the real life podcast. Um, so yeah, you did a great job spinning. Um, I know you spun popping category, which is not particularly something that you felt. Um, I know you expressed to me it wasn't like that wasn't your wheelhouse. You know, you're definitely like more comfortable with house and R&B soul and those kinds of things. So um, you really stepped up to the task, you know, even um, big poppers, you know, that have been in the field and, and um, you know, are well known in the battle realm as well. It was like, oh, yeah, she was doing it. So um Big ups to you for for 2019, um, and and uh, and then Brittany, you're going to be spinning the first time um, in 2020. What what are you most looking forward to? I'm most looking forward to watching people dance to the music that I play. I I feel like that's the most fulfilling part of DJing for me is watching people enjoy the music that I pick, um, and all the ladies at Ladies of Hip Hop are beasts, so I would really love to see that. That would be my first time getting it, being able to see people dance to music that I play because I haven't played out yet. So I'm looking forward to it too because I think that uh, all the DJs that we have as part of my team. So shout out to DJ uh, Sabine Blazin, who's you know pretty much um, I wouldn't have started uh, doing a battle without her. So. You know, the fact that she's on our team is just like, I'm so honored to have her down. Um, we also have um, DJ Chaotic Blaze, who um, Legs reached out, I reached out to Legs and was like, I'm looking for a female hip hop DJ. He was like, I got one for you. And she's also been part of our team since since we started the battle. And then I think a year or two later, um, DJ Tess Star came on board, who was also super dope. Um, hip-hop DJ kind of spins everything though um, also a dancer and all of them I should say is a dancer Blaze was a b-girl um, same thing Tiff Star still dances she, she's a b-girl her her husband is a b-boy and the kids are already dancing her two girls and uh, Sabine I met actually at Winter Music Conference as a dancer and then to my surprise when I showed up to one of Voodoo Ray's parties um, shout out to Voodoo Ray um, gone but never forgotten um she was spinning and and killing it so i was like what she's a dj too um so um it's, it's really nope. dope that you you are you both are continuing that tradition of um being dancers and moving into the realm of being djs because i think that's what makes some of the best djs ever um it's just oh, to have that that understanding of the music so um so yeah um tell me what you know, and either one of you can jump in, maybe Brittany, let's, you know, what is the most challenging thing for you um, making that switch, right? From from being on the floor and being the center of attention to basically, for me, I think DJs carry the whole uh, weight of the event. Like you could do all the prep you want. You can have all the dope dancers you want, but if the DJs aren't good, the event's not good. So honestly, the battle is all y'all. So... <laughs> No pressure. Uh, no pressure. No pressure. Um, um, what's it like, you know, making that, you know, like living in both of those worlds and then and, and making that transition right now in your career 
Um, not that you're giving up dance, but you know, you, you kind of got to focus on one or the other for, for in particular for those events and stuff. Um, I guess for me, the most challenging part would be the pressure because like Mariella said, dancers know their music and they know what they like and they know what they don't like, especially when it comes to the styles that they, uh, are proficient in. So like, I can't necessarily play something that I think is dope, but it's not danceable for a hip hop battle. You know, I can't experiment too, too right, much. Right. But um, I would say that's probably, at least as it pertains to ladies of hip hop, um, will be the most challenging switch. But it's not so much challenging in other ways because as a dancer, I know music, so I know how to transition in and out of songs smoothly enough so that people don't have to lose the vibe. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I hear you. I think um, our, our, our ladies and, and, and also our men that come and support the event, um, all the folks, they do know their music. Um, but I think, you know, I know my DJs, so I'm not. <laughs> Michelle said. <laughs> And then um, I guess, uh, Mariella, my, my question for you, and, and Brittany, you can answer this as well. Um, what, how do you prepare for, you know, is preparing for a battle similar to preparing for a party? And how do you prepare for both in terms of like your set and, and, and that kind of stuff? Um, it's the, I prepare both. So I'm not... Um, as far along in my DJ life that I can just um, freestyle any set. I would, and even if I would, I don't know if I would actually do that. Um, so I prepare both obviously for a battle and for um, a party. And I think for a battle, it's more so that I might um, divide certain songs into more of like, okay, this is a good song, but I would never play that in a final of a battle. Maybe I would play it in the prelims. So I would, you know, as the as the event or as the battle progresses, that's how I sort the music in the sense of like the speed or just like the energy of the song or the energy of the music itself. Um, and for a party or like, you know, non, like non-battle situation, um, it all depends on the people who are there, um, whether, you know, the people are, are dancers, the people are this more drinking crowd. And then also like, as the event progresses, like I might start off a little slower vocal. And then when I see people are dancing, you know, you can just adjust to whatever you see. That's to, um, to tag along at what Brittany said earlier, the most for me the most like fulfilling thing is when you see people the, the music that you and then you get a sense get a feel of what they like or what they don't like and then you can you know adjust accordingly awesome and Brittany, how do you prepare? Do you, um, like, as your set laid out, do you know every single song you're going to play? So, for instance, if you have, um, you know, you'll have the, pre the prelims and then you'll have all the way up to the finals where you have sets or songs set up for um, everything. Or do you wing it sometimes freestyle based on, like, your vibe or how you're feeling? 
Um, well, because it's my first one, I would prepare it. But if I felt like and eh, the energy is wrong, I feel comfortable enough to be like, all right, this is out the window. Let me find something else. But I guess for me, the most uh, a part of the challenging part is that I don't want to play songs that you hear at every single battle, but the songs that I choose have to be uh, good enough for the battle. So it's kind of hard to choose, you know, this is a fire song, but you hear it at every battle. So eh, maybe I should have like, no, I hear you. And that's, that's dope because I think too, you know, it's, 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 it's rare. Number one, female DJs are rare. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even though it's more common, it's still really hard to say, like, you know, I need a DJ that plays, you know, every genre. That's really hard. You know, I mean, it's hard for for guys as well. You know, um, pretty much people do stick stick in their categories. But what I like about the women that spin for ladies of hip hop is that y'all all are really well versed in different um, different genres of music and dance. And I think being dancers in all styles definitely helps. So I think they better get ready. They're not ready for 2020. I'm excited. Michelle said it. Michelle said, get ready. <laughs> um, um, I guess, is there, you know, I don't, I, I don't like, you know, I mean, it is ladies and hip hop, but it doesn't always have to be like, well, as a lady DJ, I like this. And as a, you know, um, but, are there, you know, any challenges or differences? Do you find the 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 fellows in the community really supportive? I mean, because again, even though I created Lazy Hip Hop, it was more because I didn't see other women in the space. It wasn't necessarily because men weren't supportive of me. I have a lot of fellows who are like, you know, I came up dancing with who are definitely still super supportive of me and actually keep trying to push me out in the middle of the floor, even though I don't dance anymore. Um, so I didn't... I it's really funny. It's ironic, I guess, that I started something that, you know, really features women and is about women um, in the sense that I didn't felt, I didn't feel like I was being stopped, you know, or, or being shut down. Um, But I do feel like a lot of women around me couldn't find that space. So um, do you feel uh, supported, you know, by other, um, our other fellows that are DJs or, um, for me, ye- well, they have to be DJs or just men in the culture? Just, in just guys in the culture, you know, like, you know, for sure. But, you know, even DJ specifically, you know, because everybody's fighting for that gig, you know, so I don't know if it's a yes. male, female thing. I, it might be a gig thing, but I'm, I'm just asking, you know, because I know as you start to work in that field, you do have, you know, like I know as a working in the production on the production side, women are still rare and um and guys the you know the men that run the production side often talk to you like you don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and so they're kind of shocked when i know what you know what cables are and you know um how you know like what a monitor is and I, they're like wait what how do you you know and it's almost off-putting because you know they try and talk to me and like tech speak and don't know that i'm right there with them so you know, I still experienced that in other ways, not necessarily the guys or their dancers, they definitely were supportive. So I'm just saying like, as a female that's in a genre that's still super dominated by guys, you know, like, how do you feel? Does it, do you feel supported or do you feel like it's no, it's no big thing? You know, it's just regular, 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 regular. (laughs) 
I do find that same situation a lot of times. Like when I tell, especially guys, they'll be, I'll be like, I'm a DJ, and they're like, You DJ? And I'm like, Yeah, you're not pretty good. And they're like, Yeah. Nah. <laughs> and they just be like, Nah, nah, I don't believe it. I got to see it. But then on the flip side, the guys are actually more supportive once they see it. And because it's all, all the support that I get, well, not all, a lot of the support that I get from people that I don't know are guys. And they're like, oh my gosh, she's so dope. Did you hear that? And then they're like, oh, I know this DJ. You should reach out to him. He can help you. And da 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 da. Outside of the people that I know, I haven't had females that I don't know that have been exposed to what I do come up and, you know, help or support or whatever, which is ironic, but not yet. Not yet. It's coming. Um, I have a similar thoughts to uh, what you just said, Michelle. Um, the reactions and the feedback that I've received so far, it goes in in several directions. There are, um, in general, there are of course guys that come or approach you already with the sense of, oh, you. You're just playing around. You don't really know what you're talking about. Um, that, I mean, just, and I'm not even saying other DJs. It's mostly like, I remember um, an instance, I went to Brazil last year and I went to the record store to go um, buy records. And it was a small, like small little thing with like a million of records. And there was not several just, you know, record players and each had the headphones. There was only one record player in the whole store. And when you were list- trying to listen to that record, you it was playing in the store. So the, the system in the store. And I, I don't speak Portuguese well, but, you know, we tried to manage. And then I just pointed at the record player. And I was like, oh, I listen here, you know. And he literally looked at me and he was like, yeah. And then he walked over and literally showed me how the record player works so in a sense of like I need to show you how to do this yeah. and I don't know if it was because you know the it maybe it was a translation issue but I I felt some kind of way but I was like okay whatever um things like that or um maybe I'm I'm also very sensitive in certain situations so I do pay attention and that happens sometimes but I you know, I realized I had to tell myself, you know what, whatever they think of me, that's not really my my business. Like, I know my music, and that's the, the most important thing. And um, it's funny, there's, to, to round it up, I think support I've gotten from DJs that are, like, guys that are really established in their career and then also people who like also just in the beginning of their career and they just, you know, help you out as much as they can. And then there's people who be like, oh, you're DJing. Oh, okay, great. And then they turn around and or they don't take you seriously. It's it's it can go both ways. And it's just I guess it depends on the, the personality or the, the position of the, the person. I try not to take it personal. <laughs> right, right. For sure. I mean, and we've been, you know, I know we have some really dope um, DJs in our circle of friends. Shout out to Rich Medina and um, shout out to Capella. We have like, you know, being being in the being dancers and then also, you know, just coming up in the scene. Um, we've been lucky enough to have some of the, I mean, DJ Reborn. I mean, I could, you, you know, keep going on. I mean, if you could, you can shout out some of your favorites. It'd be good to hear. 
um, of course, Sabine, who I've already said. Um, who who else is out there? Oh gosh, you put me on this. Okay, yeah, you said already. Rich, obviously, um, Reborn, who's on tour with Lauren Hill, um, Spinner, Spinner, Beetle. Like I feel like us being in New York or in the tri-state area, we're kind of like spoiled in a sense that we really get to see a lot of good DJs. Um, yeah. Uh, arms stretch, arms stretch arms. Arms. There's DJ yeah. MoMA, there's Ellie Escobar, there's um, DJ Remarkable. I don't, I'm not sure. I think she might be from Detroit, um, but she lives in Brooklyn. So I, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Be nice, so, of course. Yeah. And there's um a lot of good DJs and uh, a lot of women that are dope too. Oh, shout out to my girl Florence from Vienna. Um, part of hey, Florence, hey, Flo. what up, Flo? And um, yeah, I don't know. Ask me again in an hour, and I have a couple of more. <laughs> that's what right, right, now. right. All right, Britt, I'm I'm gonna put you on the spot now. You you also scratch, right? Which is um. Is which is also another dimension to DJing, right? Because right. you know, like how I view it is, and how I, you know, my favorite DJs like uh, Frankie Feliciano, uh, Louis Vega, all these, you know, like Kevin Hedge, these amazing DJs. They they have two things. They the selection is amazing. It's incredible, like their knowledge of music, mm-hmm. and then also their ability to blend. Right, Frankie in particular is like one of my favorite DJs because you can Shazam all day, and the likelihood is that he's playing two different songs mm-hmm. for uh, for no longer no shorter than like two three minutes. And to be able to keep a blend for, to be able to blend that well at all. But to be able to keep a blend that long and you that you are like, wait, is it did he remix it (laughs) or is and it's like not a remix. It doesn't exist. He's doing it live. Right. Same for for Louis. Um, You know, I again, being here, we are so spoiled. Like, I mean, it's like DJ Mecca right between Philly and New York and New Jersey is just insane. Um, But. Uh, you also scratch, you know, a lot of them, I know they can, but they, I, I don't know if they do. Right. So like being from Philly, we had like Jazzy Jeff, who was just like the goat. Right. And, you know, we have all these other uh, younger DJs. We had cash money. We have, um, we had the ill vibe collective, which is like this insane collective of um, DJs that spins everything they also produce music they also have radio shows and podcasts and all that they were doing all that stuff before it was even popular those guys are insane and they all mix but they also all you know scratch Mm -hmm. right and and so what what is that like in terms of like training and learning um adding that element to what you do as a dj it's a lot a lot of repetition over and over and over like i'll be up at three or four in the morning just doing scratches or looking up a lot of the scratches I learn I learn it's half self-taught because I don't really learn scratching well from video but like I have to hear it and then I can mimic it kind of thing Um, but it's it's a lot of repetition and I watch like one of my favorite 
turntablist in general is Rock Raider, so I'll watch videos of him and then try to imitate the scratches that he does, which is bananas, and the turntablism as well. But it's really just practicing all pretty much like today. I practiced from the time I woke up till about three or four o'clock, just scratching new scratches, old scratches. So what time did you get up? Six a.m. I woke up at like <laughs> eight or nine. Wow. That long? Yeah. I mean, I took a break to eat, to wash, you know, but. <laughs> Thank you for that. Please, I was just Thank thinking. You, no. <laughs> you know, the essentials. But other than the essentials, I was practicing from eight till about three or four. Okay. And what's turntablism? Like, what, what does that entail other than the scratching? Scratching, is that, juggling. Um, the uh, yeah, basically, yeah. like, the performance part of it. So, like, playing mm-hmm. with the music, where you can take the song mm-hmm. and flip it ten different ways by juggling and uh, just playing around with rhythms and melodies and things. Scratching. Dope. Yeah. So, well, ladies, we're, we're, you know, I know we were trying to figure out whether we were going to make it, but we are rounding out about uh, the last five minutes of the podcast. And so what I wanted to do now is just leave it open to you for like last thoughts or anything you want to share um, on your, I'm assuming, first podcast. Um, yes. Yeah, just anything you want to say to our listeners? Uh, no, I wait, it's over already. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I hope we're gonna, you know, do this again. And I hope the people who heard this and um, were maybe not familiar with any of us or with the festival itself will come and check us out at the end of June. Um, and I hope that, yeah, we can we can just play more. And after, of course, this this virus quarantine is over, everyone is healthy enough to be outside again. Um, I have a feeling, it's off topic now, but I have a feeling because we're all like locked in and all of us are creatives and try to be creative during that time possible, once we do have a chance again to be around people and like play out, DJ, dance, then I feel like everything is just going to be on steroids. Like everything that we've done before mm-hmm. is just going to be energy-wise, it's just going to be so much more and also more appreciated because we see now what it is when we don't have that um agreed i never want to miss a party <laughs> right again, <you> know? exactly, <laughs> exactly. So i'm really excited for what's to come for you know the the and then can't really wait to practice more and practice more in the sense of i'm I don't practice turntablism as Brittany, even though I, um, in my beginning last year, I took classes with um, DJ Rob Swift, who is part of the X-Men with Rock Raider back in like the 90s or whatever. Yes. And for me, it's like, it's insane, but I'm not, I know I'm not going to be that type of person who, who practices like that and also just uses the turntables like that based also on the type of music that I spin, it's more like house music, disco, you know, everything like Afrobeat, those kind of things. And I'm more like a blender, mixer, rather than like Britney. So yeah, I don't know, I went way left, but I'm really excited. 
famous last words. She's gonna be in like the D. Not me. No, 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 no. Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) I played. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Brittany. uh, Any last words to the listeners? Um. Well, since the majority, I would assume, of the listeners will be ladies, I just want to say that I thank Michelle for this platform to for ladies to be amazing at whatever it is that they do. Because uh, despite the fact that a lot of the industries that we enter are male-dominated, women a lot of times can do it better than the men, but they don't get the support or the recognition for what they are able to do. So I am happy and glad that Michelle has created this space and has allowed me to be a part of it. And all the ladies in the place with style and grace, just want y'all to know that y'all are bomb and don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Go for it. (laughs) Brittany said it. Brittany said it. So with that, ladies, I'm going to wrap up the podcast and um, thank you for joining me for our Ladies and Hip Hop's first um, official podcast and our quarantine podcast because I am absolutely going nuts. So this was really great. Um, And I hope you can both join me again after the festival to tell me all the stories about um, how the team. Right. right, (laughs) And how it was spinning. So um, I just want to say thank you to the listeners for tuning in and uh, listen, follow, and subscribe to At Ladies of Hip Hop everywhere. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Bye.